I am Bedo, and you're listening to Modern Immigrant. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode. I'm really excited with this episode because it's my first one in English. So we'll see how it works and how it goes. <laughs> um, I also have a very special guest with me today in my house, visiting for the first time my house. So that's also exciting. And she's a person that when I had this idea to um, have a podcast about immigration, she was like the first in the list. <laughs> I was like, I need to talk to her because I feel like a lot of people will learn and will appreciate your story. Oh, so, you. Fair, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. I'm very happy to be here. That's awesome. meet your house and yeah. hang out with you. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm really happy that you're here. And I'm happy that you're here in Seattle as well. Me too. Because <laughs> I know it has been a journey. <laughs> it has. Yeah, and it yeah. hasn't been as easy. So yeah. um, just to give our audience a little bit of context, um, I just want to start by asking you, when do you move to the U.S. and from where? And just a little the story, background. Okay. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I came here in 2014. It was June of 2014. Um, at first, I did not plan to stay. <laughs> My plan was just, um, I was an au pair, so it's, how do I explain it? It's yeah, um, yeah, so uh, that's actually how I met Fair, is because I was also an au pair, and that's, yeah, so you are a nanny when you're an au pair, and you, it's a program that helps you um, come to the U.S. and live with a family and have a, you know, legal status as a, it's like an exchange yeah, kind an of exchange visitor program. program. Yeah. So you learn English, you learn from the culture and the you idea. Work. You work. <laughs> I, I yeah. think that's uh, the most, most attractive thing because like all the other exchange programs are very expensive and it's pretty much you spending money. That's true. And they all pair yeah you have to work 45 hours yeah but at the, at the beginning i remember <laughs> that i wasn't planning on working that much i was like oh it sounds great i'll go work i'll make money and i'll travel the world and yeah i was like stuck working yeah, yeah. i i had a really good host family on my first year i was kind of crazy because i came to take care of six kids oh uh like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I actually chose that. Did they trick you? Like they said, no. it's just one, and then there were six. No, they were super nice. Like I, I interviewed like three other families before interviewing them, and they were just super nice. And my family in Brazil is really big, so like my grandma had seventeen kids. <laughs> One seven, everybody. One seven. <laughs> like seven, pretty much. Oops. Oh my god. <laughs> 17 years of your life, pretty much. Like pregnant. <laughs> so for you, it was like six, only six? Yeah, yeah I can do that. Six, yeah. So yeah, my family's pretty big. So I think that mm -hmm. it was something that I was actually, I was actually really happy about. Um, and I had just like graduated from college in Brazil. 
And what do you what did you study uh, at college? So I got a bachelor's degree in tourism. Oh, <laughs> nice! Yeah. So you're ready to travel and yeah. put that in practice. Yeah, I am nice. very passionate about traveling. Mm -hmm. And when I found out about there was like a whole major in tourism that would wow. be more you know than just traveling. Like people there make fun of you. Like if you studied that, it's like oh you, you did that to travel, right? But it's I would say it's deeper than that. Like no, I actually understand, yeah. you know, how um, the travel industry works mm -hmm. and like how it affects um, people, you know, because like, let's say you're building a new resort somewhere. Yeah, there are jobs, but they're like, also, there's a downside too. Yeah, the impact that they have. Mm -hmm. And that's what I studied. Interesting. So it was, um, it was really cool and I don't regret it, but. Right. So let me just stop you there. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing that you, um, you study what you really wanted. Like it was your passion. Um, and then you apply to a program <laughs> to take care of six kids abroad, which I, I'm sure that was very interesting for you. But what was the reason why you didn't choose to stay and work in your field? At that moment, yeah. So I did work. Okay. Um, I so I pretty much got a job since my first, You're good. Um, my first quarter mm -hmm. of school. But like getting my college degree there was really rough because mm -hmm. I did not have money. So right. I did like a government program where you work on a project on the weekends, okay. and then um, your degree is paid off. Okay. But I also had, well, <laughs> oh my God. You're fine. This is, so, <laughs> I was also studying, I was getting a technical certificate in event planning. Okay. So like I would work in the morning, go in the afternoon for my certificate and mm -hmm. study at night for my bachelor's and work Saturday and Sunday oh. to pay for school. Wow. So um, you have been working like for a long time yeah yeah I started yeah. working I was 15 I was actually an any so I was oh an really for <laughs> full circle <laughs> 15 wow. to 17 yeah I was an any well, for a couple of years and that probably helped you to apply for yeah. the au pair like having that experience because if you a family is interviewing you and your only background is from you know office yeah. jobs people will be like well how are you going to take care of my kid yeah, but I, yeah, I had the experience from the projects because they were um, with youth at risk, you know, there was like the community project. Yeah. And I also worked like when I had time on the weekends at a hotel. Wow. Um, You're amazing. <laughs> you have so much. How many pages? Your no, that, resume? Was, that was crazy though. <laughs> don't do that. I got really sick. No, actually. So she's not yeah. recommending. I don't you recommend guys it. Don't work. <laughs> I don't know. Too much. <laughs> don't work too much, because and I think that's part of um, like another thing that I I think I I was planning on talking to you was, I mean we get so overwhelmed sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and you're telling me that that was kind of your before becoming an immigrant, you were already like working a ton and mm -hmm. you know working for what you wanted, and maybe that pretty much prepared you for what you were going to do in the future yeah. as well. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And Somehow. Then, yeah, and like when I decided to come here, so I graduated and I was actually, the reason why I came here. Yes, I think that's what we want. Was yeah. um, I wanted to travel. So like mm -hmm. I didn't have any money to mm -hmm. travel. 
and like uh, we're talking about the opera program is a really good program because mm -hmm. you work a lot but you also get housing and you get like i had my own car i didn't have to pay for insurance right and i have to pay for anything and i you know got money mm -hmm. uh, and that also helped me to become fluent in english because that was uh, what i needed because if you work in the travel industry it's like besides English, what else do you speak? That is true. Did um, you, how much English English do you know when you came? I wasn't fluent, but I was very, very lucky um, when I, I started learning English when I was 12. Like I got, <laughs> so there's the local news in my hometown. Okay. And they had like a promotion. And yeah. Like you need to call and they would pick some names and they picked my name. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So we got like, I got a, the English lessons for like That's much cheaper than what would be. Right. So then my aunt was like, well, you know what? I'm going to take English. And I hate it. And I hate it so much because. Really? Yeah. Because it was the afternoon. It was my playtime. <laughs> I was like, learning is, English. What is this? For what? Right. But yeah, I love her for that and See? other reasons. But yeah, yeah. that it's was... so important to um, for us in our countries. I don't know if you tell us already the town where you're from in Brazil. Um, yeah, I'm from. So it's called Bahetos. Bahetos. Okay. Yeah, it's the countryside of São Paulo. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We have like the biggest rodeo in South America. Seriously. Yeah. Nice. It's kind that's, of a big deal. That's a cool <laughs> thing to know. <laughs> Nice. But you both think that we were like boots and cowboy hands. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but but my what I was thinking is that from our countries uh, in South America, for example, um, learning English is so important. It's like something we have to do. And like when I talk to other people here in the US, they're kind of surprised that we know another language. It's like Oh, you learn yeah. it because you were coming here? I was like, no, I learned it since I was in like first grade because I had to. It was yeah. like, a, if you want to find a job in whatever it is, like in <laughs> your case, it was like 100%, but I was a teacher. So I was like, if you want to be a teacher and make more money, you, you need know. to teach English or you need to, you know. So yeah, that was a great thing that you're able to get some of that before coming here yeah yeah i was very lucky That's for awesome. that and i was like the only one in my family too so that was that was cool <laughs> how how would you say or what would you say is the hardest part from leaving that life that you are having when you decided to come here what was the hardest leaving my home mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> that's always I know I can tell you what was mine <laughs> what, what was think? yours <laughs> I think like the more like maybe as soon as I left I was like oh I miss my family oh I miss my friends but over the years I think is the sense of this is my country like belonging to some somewhere um it's <laughs> something like I was going to say food <laughs> Great, now you thought about it. You went so deep. I was just gaining time. I was just helping you. So the food. No, seriously, the food is like... I mean, it deserves like its own time and... Yeah, an interview. Yeah. <laughs> right? I know, seriously. So the food, that was yeah. something really hard. Yeah, I really miss the way, you know, like you miss the food, but you also miss the way people cook. You mm -hmm. know, like I can cook, but I cannot cook the way 
my aunt cooks or my friend's mom cooks. So that's like, like home, the, home meals. Yeah, that like, I don't know how to explain, but it's like, I know. Feeling. And it never tastes the same. Have you no. tried to make like a Brazilian dish here? Yeah, I can only make the very basic stuff. Like the what? I can't, basic stuff. Oh, the basic. Okay. Yeah, I can't. Like I tried, and they sent me the recipe, and just doesn't work. <laughs> You're like, don't do it. That's yeah. exactly my story. <laughs> like my mom's always like, but I would tell you how it goes. I'm like, no, no it's, it's not the like, same. And I cry. Like she was <laughs> like, why do I know it is? Yeah, yeah. but I think so. Mm -hmm. When I first came, it was hard. Like I had never stayed far. From my family mm -hmm. before and i was the first one from my family to go to another country that's so amazing yeah so they were like why like are you serious you're going to live with our family that you don't even know like, <laughs> like going on your own <laughs> to another country it's like what the heck right um how yeah. brave so Seriously. it was yeah, you know, I think when I think back, I don't think I even realized that was like so huge. Now, like I was 21 when I came here. So I was like, whoa, like, what? I think like once you're here <laughs> dealing with the things, you're like, oh, this is like what they were talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Why did I do this? Yeah, like I, yeah, I mean, was it hard for you? Like those first, like you know, saying goodbye, getting in the plane, leaving. Was that moment really hard? You remember it as, oh my God, I'm doing it. Like, you know, yes. I think, so it's a mix. Mm -hmm. Because like, I really, it was hard, like being far from my family, from my friends, especially because we're so close. Like, I think, I, I think I can say South America in general, we are very close. Definitely. Like family is not mom and dad and siblings. It's like your aunt, your everybody is your family. All the time they're we're like together all the yeah, time. Yeah. So like we yeah, I grew up like playing with my cousins and being around of them all the time. So like not being able to talk to them that often and see them was hard. Definitely. But at the same time, I was so excited to travel. Right. <laughs> so, like, though I was, like, you know, sad that I was leaving, that it would take some time before I would see them again, mm -hmm. I was, like, super excited that I would, like, finally travel. And, like, because my hometown is pretty boring. And it's, like, <laughs> it's 100,000 people. Okay. Which is not so small. But mm -hmm. it is small when, like, your family is, like, 500 of them. I know. You're like, I know everyone in this town. I, I need to get out. Everybody knew me because of, because my family is so right. big. That's so crazy. And like people know each other by last name. Okay. So like, yeah, they knew me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so intense. I was, I never really loved it. And like people were mm. very close minded there. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like <laughs> you're talking to me and I hear a person that has like a different mind mm -hmm. from the rest of their town or your family, like in the sense of you wanted to get to explore and you were like, this is not where I'm going to stay forever. Like I need to get to know other places and yeah. that kind of push pushes you out. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think that that was it. So like I missed a lot, right. but it was, I was super excited. Yeah. And now I can say that it's like the most difficult thing is realizing that like life goes on. Mm. So because oh, wow. if you went it, deep too, <laughs> see, thank you. <laughs> you didn't leave me hanging. 
it feels yeah. like we are in a bubble. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have that feeling, but like it feels like we are here and time's not passing. And I don't know if that's like because we don't see them as often, but like, um, yeah, it feels it feels like everything is the same. But when you it, like, it for isn't. example, it isn't. Yeah, so <laughs> things are actually changing. And you know, um, in my case, I haven't been back. Wow, which is crazy. It's like six years. So I really think the time stopped. <laughs> like things are exactly the same. Yeah. But what's crazy is that now nobody is there from the people that were there when I was there. Mm-hmm. So like everyone kind of move on. Yeah. And like things are not the same. So um, yeah, I cannot even imagine going back and seeing how it is. But you did have that experience, right? Like you did. Yeah. So go I got to go back on the first two years in pair. I stayed for nine months and then I went back because you can stay for two years, right? So I knew I wanted to stay another year. So I was like, I want to go see my family and come back before I go back again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But then I didn't. (laughs) Oh, you didn't do it? Well, so I went, but then I, the plan was I will go now in 2015 and then 2016, I'll go back. Oh, I see to like stay. Yeah, Yeah, I will stop you there. (laughs) Because, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, exactly. I want to know what happened over there. <laughs> right. Um, but um, what was, like, before, so you came here and you wanted to travel and you wanted to experience what was, you know, to be in the U.S. How was, like, how was that getting here after living in a small town? I don't know what was the biggest place you had been before in terms of city. You went to Sao Paulo, I guess. Yeah. In Brazil, but... Was that like a shock? So, you know, it's funny. My first memory arriving here is like the toilet flushing by itself. I remember <laughs> what? I remember yeah. because like we landed in New York. Yeah. Um, and then like the first thing I did was like, I need to go to the restroom. And then the toilet just flushed by itself. And I was like, what? Like, this country is crazy. <laughs> this is so cool. And I do, I think That's like so I cool. saw that in Brazil this last time I was there. So it exists in Brazil. Guys, yeah, don't worry. Don't think that we're living with like, you know, because people sometimes get pretty extreme about how Um, things are in South America. Like, yeah, we have cars and highways and all of that. But yeah, yeah, those We don't have monkeys around, (laughs) like unless we were close, right? (laughs) Yeah. I remember somebody asked me, I think it was like two years ago, if I had jackets because oh. I you know I'm it's, like yeah it's all year long it's the summer yeah. we have great weather so it gets like, cold though I mean we have AC we go to the movies we go you know we also have mountains and places where it's cold in Venezuela but yeah. I was just like come on don't ask me oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that was like a shock like you're seeing things that were super new yeah and, but yeah. like the funny thing was mm-hmm. that so I didn't do much research when I <laughs> when I was like well I'm going to this family in Illinois in Illinois yeah I was gonna ask you okay yeah so like I did not research it at all oh my god it was like a 20,000 people town (laughs) and I like I left (laughs) maybe in your mind you were like the U.S. doesn't have small towns like it's all cities and you know I don't even know what I thought because so I didn't really had the plans to come here like if it was a country that I wanted to go, it was New Zealand. Oh, wow. 
But then I found the au pair thing and I was like, you know, I can do that and then I can figure out my way to New Zealand. Definitely. And I but think I it's, never... a, I mean, it's a smart thinking. You're trying to like explore other ways yeah. and then, yeah, make the bridge. Yeah. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't really have like, have a big desire to come to the US. I, I did not see it, you know, that mm -hmm. way at yeah. the time. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very challenging when I got here. I can only... <laughs> imagine especially living in the midwest that was like I, a yeah. very awakening <laughs> experience right and i mean now you get to compare right because you have been in seattle but yeah. like at that point did you were you feeling that something was like off when you were living there you were like this is not right so how was it so i got there Yeah, it was it was interesting. So I got there in June 2014 and right after um it happened that shooting in St. Louis and like so my my town was 20 minutes away from St. Louis and it was the one that the police officer killed Michael Brown. Yes. And wow. it was crazy because I didn't realize that. Like, you I didn't, didn't even know, know that was never, an issue. Yeah, 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 I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I remember when it happened, and, like, my host kid didn't have class because mm. people were protesting and we couldn't get through the town. And But I was like, oh, what is going on? I was just like, you know, this thing happened, and I, I didn't know that. And then... That's so, so crazy. Yeah, and it took me some time to figure out that, mm. like... Oh, so racism, I mean, we have racism in Brazil, but Same it looks thing. different than here. So, like, I don't think I ever realized that. How does it look different? <laughs> Just so our, the people that are listening can kind of, like, picture that. How is it different, the racism in Brazil versus U.S.? So, because okay, I understand I you. Think partially, I was just like ignorant. Okay, <laughs> that's valid. Because, <laughs> um, like, so my family on my mom's side is white, and then my dad's side, they're black. Okay. And I grew up on the white side. Oh. So I never really had to think, like, you know, and there were things that my family would say that were like, you know, microaggressions, and I just didn't know. Just like, I didn't see myself as a person of color right like i never realized that. that's the power of like learning yeah right? like having yeah. knowledge about and, something yeah and like i mean here too people have you know different areas in their lives that they have privilege mm -hmm. so even though my family is not rich we had like more than enough to eat right and there is a difference between skin tone so like I'm, I have lighter skin. So for them, like, if you tell my aunt that I'm black, she'll tell you, we're not. We're not, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So there's, like, that, that, like, people would just not, you know. That's and in so Portuguese, we have a word for my skin color. What is it? Uh, we call pardo. Pardo. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I think we call it pardo. pardo. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like... We also call like a lot of like yeah, morena, morena. morena. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm kind of like a light morena, but people call me that way. Yeah. So, so it's it's different. And here's kind of like, like you're either this or that. that. Yeah. It's not. literally. Like, <laughs> and and right. Yeah, which is very conflicting too because it's that. like especially in my case, it's like yeah, I'm black, but then I almost feel like. 
I'm not, but I'm like, it's like I'm not black enough, but I'm not white, white enough. enough. Yeah. But I just so also think like, it's, <laughs> I feel like that's something that I discovered living here is that they really need to put you in a box. They're yeah. like, I need to figure you out. Are you black? Are you white? Are you Latina? Are you... And sometimes it's like, you know, when I was leaving back home, I also had the the mix, right? Like I was like, my mm -hmm. dad is, was not from Venezuela. My mom was. And that made me different from maybe other people. Mm -hmm. But nobody was pointing that mm -hmm. at me. And I feel like here a lot of people really need to have like a, a description. And I don't have it. Like I'm yeah. from these different places and I have things from both cultures. And I look like either of them. It's not like, wow, you don't look like Venezuelan. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> you I know? know. That's stop trying to fit me in a place and I think that's where you maybe refer to like the racisms can be different yeah because then here it's like oh yeah you're definitely back and you're not from here so this is what I'm thinking about you yeah it is and yeah I find interesting how they divide everything you're like I'm 20% British <laughs> But, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I was yeah. listening to a podcast the other mm -hmm. day. I don't remember the name, but it was um, the person was saying that like one of privilege um, that white people have is just like they can tell where they came from. Oh, I I heard that. Too. You heard that? <laughs> but that was in a. I think I was watching a documentary. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, um, you oh, know your background. That's true. It's a documentary. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. yeah, it was not a podcast. Yeah, but uh, it's you true. know your background, and that's so true yeah. because I'm like, what am I? Right. Like. You know, like, I know I have African regions, but, like, right. I don't know, you yeah, know, and I, I wish I knew, you know, so yeah. I can know, like, the costumes and all those things, and it's, like... It's a privilege to know where you come yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's very interesting. I'm glad that you, that you mentioned that and that you kind of mentioned how, you know, the struggles have been way different that, than what you imagined that you yeah. were going to encounter, like even realizing that there were shootings here. It's oh. like, we come from, again, areas, countries, whatever, continent that might be known as, you know, dangerous mm -hmm. or like not safe. Um, but then here things are completely different too. There's yeah. a different kind of... There's, yeah. Right? Like It's different. But it's like, it's bad in a different way. Exactly. That people sometimes don't... Like, when they see, when they think of Brazil, oh, Brazil is so dangerous. Like, it I, is. And it, it's here it is too. It's too. Exactly. Like, I was in a shooting, like, before I went to Brazil in February. There was a shooting at the mall in South Center. And, you know, like, nobody got hurt, but that's, like... Right. But that's the rest. Like, I feel... Yeah. And that's, like, the... Trying to do her best every day. So, um, let's see. The next thing you mentioned um, was that you decided to go back. So, you wanted to go visit and mm -hmm. then go back and stay there. But then things change, as they usually do. Yeah. So what happened? Because you're still here. <laughs> still I have, know it's been five it was, years. It's been amazing. Five years now. I'm and glad that you're here. But too. I know, <laughs> yeah, I know you haven't planned it that yeah, way all it's the way. It's been a journey. Um, so yeah, what? How, <laughs> how has been that journey? Um, so well, I think you mentioned you were an au pair, but you didn't mention that we shared a whole stuff. Yeah, I know, and <laughs> that's, that's how we part, met. And that's part of um, I was gonna say uh, when I was like 
you know, welcoming you in the podcast that we're sisters. And then I was like, yeah. this is going to get complicated, but let me leave it for the end. But yeah, so we share host families, not our first host no. family for either of us. Um, we both have the opportunity to like have a different family. In Fair's case, was somewhere else, not in Seattle. Yeah. I had a family here in Seattle, and then I switched to the moms. <laughs> yes, which is our host common host family. And then I think I was the au pair previous to you. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. It was yeah. You and then. <laughs> Something happened in the middle. Then I came. Exactly. And then for game. And then we all love her. And then we still get together as family. Because yeah. we're all here. Like, yeah. Fair got to stay. I'm also living in Seattle. And, and we were really lucky to have the moms yeah. as families yeah. as well. I, so it's funny. Every time I tell them, like, oh, I'm so thankful for you. Like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. And they're yeah. like, no, you were strong. Like, you it's like, yeah. But, but I was <laughs> You can be strong, but if you don't have, like, the right opportunities, then yeah, it doesn't matter. And the right support. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm always, like, making this, like, a thing. Like, I, I came here and people are like, how do you do it? It's so amazing to stay there. And I'm like, it was seriously thank you to every single person I have met on yeah. the way. Like, from the host families, from... Uh, friends that were going through the same uh, you like yeah. you know like really people that you met that you meet and that you feel like okay there's a reason to be here there's mm -hmm. people that really want me to be here and that makes it a little easier yeah and they'll actually help you mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember the mom sitting down with me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's get a notebook and put up a plan and just like literally yeah. <laughs> write down things. But yeah, going back. Yeah, no, I, I am. I do want to know. Like, I mean, definitely them. They were a big thing for you. Yeah. In order to stay, but um, do you think something else changed? Like, did you figure something out about yourself that made you want to stay here for a little so, longer? To me, like like I said, my hometown is really small and it was really hard for me because... Mm -hmm. So my family is awesome, yeah. but they are very religious and they're very conservative. So right. that was like really hard for me mm -hmm. because... And I've been trying to track down where I became this person that like liked to travel. I want to track that down too. Like I just like, I don't know. That's I just, so like, interesting. Since I was little, I, I think I read so much. Like the school that I went, I had to read a lot and that's write. Amazing. So I think that's like somehow made me want to know things. But like yeah. since I was a child, I would like volunteer work and I would participate in projects How and things. Yeah. Um, so I always knew that like I wanted to do things. I just didn't want to be there. Right. You know, and right. there's nothing wrong if you want to be there. It that's totally it's, fine. Yeah. I like that you're making that point. Like staying is also really amazing. Yeah. And like I admire people that actually stay back in my city because things weren't easy. Yeah. And I chose to leave, and maybe they see it as, oh, you took the easier way. Yeah, and maybe I did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's also fine. I just think there are different 
things out there, right? Mm-hmm. And you chose to experience those. Yeah. And that's really cool too. Yeah. yeah. So like when my second year as an au pair was ending and I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> And then I needed to go back and I didn't really want to because um, the other thing that happened after I moved here was that not only like I started figuring things out because back home, I just knew that I didn't want that, but I didn't know anything. So like, for example, like I said, my family is very religious. So like, yeah they're very homophobic and I was just like I just don't get it what is your problem with like two people of the same sex being together I just did did they ever have like a problem because as you heard we were saying the moms so yeah the moms were a two female couple like lesbian and they are married to each other and they have two kids did your family from Brazil ever had like a problem with you staying in a family she kind of did. Really? Yeah. Your aunt? My aunt, yeah. She, yeah. That's um, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't and as easy for her to understand. No. But then I think, so I think that was really good because even though, I mean, I think it's harder for people that have like a closer, closed mind to understand, but I think it was good. It was like a good experience because she says how good care they take of me and like them being a lesbian that being lesbian that doesn't change doesn't change anything so you kind of help her yeah understand that as well like you were kind of teaching them yeah like hey like the moms go to church every sunday (laughs) you can be religious and be lesbian and believe in the power of something bigger than you like that doesn't that shouldn't discriminate. Yeah. 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 So I think that's that, interesting. That's like a mind blowing for some people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was good. But like in the beginning, she was, um, yeah. But I told her, I was like, whatever. Wow. <laughs> I am sorry. Like, well, and that I'm also kind of helped you to like understand what you wanted to. Like, I feel like when you don't give yourself the opportunity to travel mm-hmm. or to, you know, leave your country and explore, you don't get to learn new things, so you might never get to experience that the world is a little bigger than yeah. what you thought. So maybe you have never even thought about living abroad, sharing life with a lesbian couple or meeting friends that were, you know, homosexual. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you stay where you were, maybe you don't get those chances. So yeah. Well, I... so. I totally got my friend in trouble at school. Oh, we were like in, here in Seattle or no in Brazil. I think I was like, I don't know the grades in English, but I was about 12. And my friend okay. said that she liked this girl. Oh, wow. and I said, Oh, you should tell her. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So that's your mind. Since 12, you were like open-minded. Like this is fine. Like, yeah. I'm like, cool. She's cute. Like <laughs> go, go for it. <laughs> And I totally got her in trouble because she wrote a letter and the girl was a niece of one of her teachers and she got called in. I'm like, now that I think of it, that's awful. Like, it's terrible. was here. That would never. At least in Seattle. You know, something would have happened. But yeah, she got in trouble because I told her. And I think that's so amazing. But I I love that you're, I mean, (laughs) that's the way you are. Like, you're so honest. And I really appreciate that from you. you. And you're just the way you are. Like, I feel like you never fake things. So (laughs) sometimes I'll be (laughs) fake. 
I know, like I work in my favor. (laughs) Just a little bit. I know. But hey, I don't think you need it. I think it's, that's who you are and it makes you special. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) So you left the Midwest because you didn't like to be there or? So, uh, I mean, I, my year with my whole family was awesome. But like with I'll, six kids yeah it was awesome it was awesome okay yeah, they were just amazing. Want to and i had really good friends too so like all my friends are from colombia oh, i had some brazilian friends too but like i got to learn spanish dance bachata and like learn a lot of things yeah. like i'm half colombian you are right yeah, that's amazing i consider myself <laughs> i love it um but like everybody was leaving so that's like the thing with the au pair program pretty much everybody leaves so so sad yeah it's really so and i had a friend that lived here in seattle and she so she was from the same hometown and we started learning english together so like we knew each other since we were little wow but what are the chances yeah but we're not super good friends in brazil we like knew each other but she's like slightly older than me so we would see right but we never had like a really close friendship but then after i moved here and like i found out she was here in washington so i was like cool so i came and i visited her and i was like I'm getting a host family in Washington. Oh, really? So you really yeah. liked it? You were like, this is what I want. It was okay. I liked her. Oh, you <laughs> liked oh. her. So you were like excited about having, having somebody. You were like finding another crew. Yeah. And that is like, it's so interesting that you talk about that. Because I think like when we were talking about what's the hardest thing about leaving home, I feel like to me also the saying goodbye. It's like, I feel like since I left home, I have been saying goodbye. every year it's like somebody leaves because nobody's from here like the people that I hang out with or like my friends so it's the au pair program then when you become a student that I know you also did then you are like an international student and then your friends that were students also leave and you're like wait a second what's happening like yeah so having a friend was like important really important for you so you're like it's fine I will move to Washington (laughs) to be the rain (laughs) wow yeah but yeah that was pretty much it and then i had some trouble with host families which in this program does happen uh but if it wasn't for that i wouldn't have met the moms exactly so, kind of the same it's it's okay what were some um what can be some of the problem problems that a person can encounter in a program that's maybe not because of the program but just living with a family that's from another country yeah you know what can be some some of the challenge um having like because our culture is very different um from here and like even for the most open-minded person there are things that are you know that would bother you so for example like the one of the host families that i went to they were hoarders and you know and i'm messy (laughs) right you're like hey i'm not perfect but i'm really messy but there's a problem (laughs) but like it was it was really bad it was like the tv show (gasps) so yeah and i was like well you know they should have seen that and it was like not a very sanitary right environment yeah yeah, especially with so many kids i feel like 
that it's even worse. Yeah. yeah. So, well, this family only had one child. It was a new family. Oh, okay. okay. The one with six kids were, they, they were not horrible. Sorry, I was, for some reason, I assumed that the six kids would make you horrible. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually very organized okay, for me. I'm so, so sorry that I'm judging no. big families. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but there was this family, there was just one child, but it was um, really, really disorganized. Right. Um, That's tough. Yeah. So, have you ever was... uh, had like this ability to like say things? Because I can only picture yourself dealing with a family that you want to leave, that you don't feel comfortable. Was it easy for you to talk to them about it and be like, because I, I see you today right here and I'm like, she can tell you whatever she wants. Oh no, she, she can't. Like, <laughs> tell me how you do it because as an au pair, I didn't. Me neither. Like, that <laughs> I was like, I'm maybe because it's a cultural thing too. Like in my culture, it's not like we're quiet but you know you work you do your stuff yeah that's I it mean, our culture is very like oh i can't pronounce that hierarchy yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah you did it Center. like a hierarchy like a pyramid right yeah. like so, you're on the top so you respect people that are above you same. and you're like above me it's different way yeah different so here. now i realize now like i have a pair of friends and i tell them like when they say oh my husband didn't pay me this week yet i was like just tell them. Go because tell like them. people here are very direct. I learned like, that here as well. We are not. Like we're so passive aggressive. I know. <laughs> and we tell like, oh. all of these stories and it's like, just tell me that you want your money. Like Yeah, yeah. We'd yeah. be like, oh today would be a very nice day to get paid. Or you know, and then like, I, do something yeah. like that. And I remember always <laughs> thinking that people were gonna get mad at me. Yeah, I'm like and I asked them to pay me. It's your money. Like Yeah, and they don't. That's true too. They're like, Oh sorry, I forgot. Yeah, that's sometimes yeah. you just forgot, and then yeah. you just said they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm sending to you," and that's it. Yeah, and like from our culture, we don't do that. Yeah, so how do you think you're really hard? Yeah, how do you think you're doing now in terms of that? Like, have you oh, developed? I think a little... I'm doing much better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Which makes really hard with my relationship with people from <laughs> my hometown. That oh, is like I see. not direct. Yeah, you that's know? like so a really oh my. God. Yeah, like the struggle <laughs> yeah. of changing as an immigrant and then having to face your hometown and your family when you're this whole different person. Oh, it's yeah. really hard. I, I think that's like the hardest thing. I think so too. It's the hardest thing. Yeah. It's especially for me, like um, that my family had so much expectations for me, you know, like right. because... I'm, I'm assuming it's almost the same in Venezuela. It's like, right. wow, you gotta be either you gotta study business or you gotta be a lawyer or you gotta be a doctor. That's like, those yeah. are your options. And if you go something that it's not that, then it's kind of like, oh. Oh, you know. she, she did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> you know, no, and I studied like something that was like completely off, you know? Right. And like my family had such expectations for me to be like, oh yeah, I gotta go to the church and. Pretty much all my cousins got married. They're like 16, 17. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have a big family. Yeah. And, and I was they're like, all oh, married? Not all right, of them, but, that's... but the majority of them are married. And they got married super young. Do they have your family? You feel your, you feel pressure right now? Like they have expectations? For me? Mm -hmm. No. So, okay. <laughs> After I love. I wish you could have seen Fair's face. Like, uh, no. <laughs> no. No, I don't have expectations. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. We need to get to that topic too. Because that's amazing. So yeah, why they don't have any expectations at this point? Uh, no, because because that like after I moved here and like I was saying, uh when I was there I knew that like something was wrong and I wanted to do but like I didn't know what was wrong and you know. Right. So after moving here, like living in Illinois, having the experience to learn how things worked here and learn a lot of things about myself and like create self awareness that yeah. like I didn't have before. And like I said in the beginning, I didn't have the dream, like I didn't have the American dream. But like after I moved here, I learned to deeply love here because I felt like I could be myself. That's amazing. That's so you beautiful. You know, it was um it was like body type, like I am too small to be Brazilian, you know. Right. Like if people look at me like, Oh wow, you're pretty small. Wow, there's And a like, lot of pressure. There, yeah, yeah like I think I think we're like one of the first in the second country with like plastic surgery. Yes, it's probably I'd say they're the first or the the one or two because the other one is Venezuela. Oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah. So it's like it's so crazy. You gotta you have like all these expectations that you need to do this and you need to look pretty and you need to have you know like a curvy body. And from my family, oh, you gotta wear a skirt and you need to have long hair and you can't paint so your nails. So expectations. And there's just so much things that, like, here I just had none. Like, I can go to the grocery store wearing PJs. Yes. And nobody I, cares. I literally, that's one of my favorite things about Seattle, at least, is like, yeah. I can be myself and I really don't have to look a certain way. And yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. And that was like, it took me to move here to like, have my hair naturally curly because I would not because you know it's like you have you don't have good hair and your quotes, oh, air we, quotes. wait we call it bad hair in in Venezuela oh, yeah, in Brazil too. like having curly hair yeah, it's and bad that's hair. I mean your hair is one of the most pretty things I feel <laughs> like I'm really happy that you let, let it be as it is because it's beautiful yeah. but it was a lot of unlearning right so that's You know, so like that was the thing that I had here, like the freedom to be myself and figure figure things out in a way that I didn't have the resources there. Like I just knew that it was like, oh my gosh, it can't be this, but like, but what, what is else? it? Then? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like so, not having that you have other options, and here you started to feel like, oh, there's other things. Yeah, and I so, and I almost feel bad because. In our countries, like, those things are so bad. And here is kind of bad, too. Like, I know people struggle with that. Definitely. But it's just, like, so bad there that I'm, like, biased, you know? Yeah. That it feels like it's great here. It's great. Yeah. It's like, it, I feel like at some point it's even worse. And maybe it's worse because we experience that. And I understand mm -hmm. that for people that are here, it's their own journey, right? Yeah. They would have to go through it. But, I mean, you learn. Yeah. You learn a lot from yourself when you're in a different place and you compare. I mean, I don't love to compare, but I mean, sometimes you have to do it and you have to say, hey, I wasn't happy. Yeah, and and that was like what played a lot on my decision when I was like, well, I'm going back or not, you know? And I decided like to switch my visa to student and start going back, like went back to school to stay longer because I did not imagine myself going back to like, And it, as silly as it sounds, like, 
I can't find clothes there. I mean, it's <laughs> like not, I need to buy in the kids section. Right? It's and, really not silly. It, and yeah, and it's just like all the things, not only about that, but just like being able to be myself. And there, and maybe yeah. if you're living in Sao Paulo or in Rio, that like it's a bigger city and people care less. Maybe, but um, I mean, I come from a big city still, and it wasn't. No. So people really care about things. So I don't know. It might yeah. be just... It's just like, where do you find time? Like, I know. I don't know if in Venezuela, but like in Brazil, you can't wear flip-flops to go to the mall. Like, you gotta dress up yeah. to go to the There's mall. There's so many things. Like your hair needs to look a certain way, your face, makeup, manicure, pedicure, always. <laughs> and it's like, I... Where do you get the time? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm working. I'm busy. Like, yeah. And like, why do I need to? Right. <laughs> but I mean, it's so amazing that, you know, we we're talking during the interview about the things that you have faced, the problems, the struggle, and why you wanted to stay here. I really wanted to hear, like, what makes people go through all of this? Because it's not easy to become an immigrant. And no. you go through it. And then there's something that's pushing you, right? There's something yeah. that... And in your case, like you're saying that you now can really be yourself and that's so powerful and mm -hmm. huge. Like I'm sure if, if, if any other little or big thing that you have to face, like visas, permits, oh, yeah. work, they kind of, I mean, you're like, okay, I can deal with this yeah. because there's a bigger thing that I'm getting out. Yeah. And I mean you know <laughs> waiting for all this visa and stuff and especially now <laughs> especially now <laughs> yeah it's particularly worse and it's a very horrible thing because it doesn't it's something that you can't control that is like that is completely out of your control and there's nothing to do with you you know like yes It's not <laughs> personal and it's nothing that you can't control either. Yeah. So it's it's really hard. Like when I was waiting for them to approve because after I graduated, I got my work permit. Right. And it was so awesome. Like, I bet. The Congratulations. Wait was awful. Thank you. The wait was awful. You, I know. Thank you for helping we me. We were talking like, because I did the same work permit and we kept talking. I was like, it's gonna, don't worry. You're gonna, three months, three months. But it's horrible. Yeah, it and took longer than three months. And it's just like, you're just waiting. And the thing is like, you're waiting. Yeah. But you were waiting and you don't even know if they're going to approve it. Right. You might be waiting and then it's a no. And then it's a no. Right. And then you got to leave. And that would be a horrible scenario. Yeah. So yeah. like, that's me on my case was me waiting anxious for the yes. I wasn't even thinking that, no. oh, it could be no. And no. I have to leave like tomorrow. Because right. if you like, think of the no, then you go crazy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I think, so I, I always try to see the good side of things. I like that. Mm -hmm. So like that really forced me to try. <laughs> yes, I tried. You did. <laughs> uh, to not, it's not care, but like not spend so much energy on right. things that I can't change. Definitely. Because yeah. there was like literally nothing nothing and there's I, i mean and there's so many other things you could do yeah with your time and your energy yeah. and even planning what's next you know what i mean like it might be hard right now you don't know what the answer is gonna be but 
you are so strong and you're so creative and so smart that there nobody's ever gonna put like a limit on you yeah and you know that <laughs> you really do so yeah thank you yeah. and you need to figure out next year but it's okay it's okay, okay. every day it never ends for now <laughs> it but you know like for now you're starting your uh, work permit um your new visa you have a new job yeah and that's huge yeah i mean i'm sure like it feels kind of i don't know how does it feel it feels really good now that has been like a month <laughs> right before because i got my new place so i got my own place i don't live with the moms anymore <laughs> right now you have your and own I place job. right uh but it was so i think we get so used of like oh my gosh like something happened and i'm gonna have to leave that in the beginning i wasn't even being able to enjoy it I because know. i was like is this really happening like okay. it feels like tomorrow something's gonna go wrong like, that's terrible did it did it really happen you know yeah yeah and so. it's like we live with that fear fear yeah and it's horrible it's like come on we should be able to chill yeah right? and like oh yeah. i was like well i'm gonna go to canada and even when i had the student visa um like i had trouble coming back to the u.s and i had like the visa and everything and they were just like ask and ask and ask and ask and <sighs> that's I was like, so frustrating really and i and i thought that would make it easier because you know like we were very privileged to have the status that we have definitely you know? yeah and it doesn't make it easier like it doesn't, like, it just doesn't and matter that's something that i just kind of feel like we're forever gonna be targeted in immigrants like it yeah. doesn't matter the status that you have the um, my previous uh interview and guess she's a resident she's been here for like 20 years or so like she moved here as a teenager mm. and she still feels the same way even yeah. though all her stuff is fine, she still feels that people judge her or see her or question her as, oh, you're not from here, right? And yeah, it's kind of like, really? You are reminded that all the time. It's and insane. Like, so there's one thing I'm very proud of. It's my accent. Like, yeah. I love my accent. That's great. Yeah. And I don't want to lose it. But sometimes I feel like losing it to just people don't ask me. Stop asking <laughs> me. Because Thank you. it's like... It's cool, but it's like I say something and then the person completely ignores everything that I say to ask me, wait, did they hear an accent? Where are you from? How did you come here? And I'm like, yes, I know. Are you wanting <laughs> to stay here? Are you, Do you want to stay right. here? When yeah. are you going to go back? Like, you know what? Now when I get in an Uber, I'm like, I'm oh my gosh, the Uber. <laughs> I'm, not like, I'm not going to. And again, I feel the same way. I love my accent. I'm proud. But you don't need to remind me every Because I forget that I have an accent. I, in yeah, my brain, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I actually thought about the other day to write for, to you Uber. Because what I'm doing now, I just don't talk. I'm like a rude person. Because right. if I open my mouth... And sometimes, like, the drivers are super nice. And, you know, like... It makes a, it's a fun conversation. A right. lot of them are not from here either. So and that's great. Like, right. Those are great conversations. It's yeah. cool. But a lot of times, and I don't know if that happens to you, but people have like certain conceptions from countries in South America. They so, do. I'm from Venezuela first. Yeah. Miss <laughs> Universe. <laughs> or cocaine. Oh, yeah. Chavez. Oh. Whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, that too. See, I didn't even think See? of it. I thought of Miss Universe. <laughs> what are the ones in Brazil? What do people tell you? Oh, yeah. So Brazil is carnival, right? Oh, like naked um, woman. Uh, no, don't even go there. Yes. They like, do go there. That's insane. Oh, they, they do. They go. <laughs> it's either carnival or soccer or however funny Brazil is nice and smiley. That's <laughs> so funny. And you're like... No, no, and then it's like, so I got to know over, hi, yeah. oh, blah, 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 oh, we have an accent, where are you from, Brazil, Brazil, that's, that's, that's exactly and with the sound. what they do, are yeah. you serious, yeah. I, that's, yeah, so yeah, like, please ooh. don't, if you're listening to this, and yeah, you, don't do it, don't do it, if you're American or not American, or from wherever you're from, just don't, yeah. ask it's, different things, like, just don't assume things and don't make it. Those stereotypes are just not, they're not cool. It's annoying. And then like, really? yeah, and it, I don't know, like people, yeah, I've got hit so many times. Like people just, like I said, it's from Brazil, I'm from Brazil and things change, you know? That is insane. It's, like, it's kind of like, I have, I have like a whole plan on, I'm just going to say that I'm from here. Oh, yeah. And be like, let's see what they're going to say. Like, and then just, I have an accent, yeah, but I'm from here. Because I'm, I'm just from tired. The South. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just from the South, yeah. I'm from the Midwest. I don't know. I'm Midwest. just like tired just of, yeah, of like telling these stories and like the assumptions. And like when people hear the country, they already are just like criticizing or judging yeah. or assuming that you're here to stay forever and yeah. steal all of their jobs. And I uh, think uh, our case now with like Venezuela situation, probably yeah. people ask you like even more and stuff. And it's a struggle for like every single Venezuelan because we're everywhere now. And it just, you know, people in Colombia, they need to change their accents because if they hear the Venezuelan accent, they immediately assume that you know so i think it's just something that we all need to kind of learn and understand and just try to make people feel feel like a human being however you would treat another person yeah we're yeah. not different <laughs> yeah seriously that's that's that's, that's sorry <laughs> it's that simple it's that simple don't even make it, you know. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, it's really annoying. I know. I bet. I have noticed though that like lately the people I've been meeting are more conscious about it. You know, they're not like depending where I meet them. But right. I also go to a lot of events that are like diversity and inclusion Diver related. Right. That's so, right. So like they know it's not a know how to ask. But they ask in a way that it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable or like, I don't want to share my status with you. Like, exactly. You know, I have a visa, but what if I didn't? Right. And even having a visa is annoying to tell you that like, oh, I have a temporary status and it's like... Gonna... Exactly. Like, I don't need to explain you everything. And yeah. I think that you made a really good point on like how to ask and how to approach it because that's mm -hmm. exactly how I, how I wanted to end this conversation was kind of like asking you how can we do as immigrants to mm -hmm. kind of teach others you know about diversity and inclusion mm -hmm. and immigration so what could it be like a good example or advice that you can give people that are listening that might be like oh no i'm sorry if i offended you i don't wanna <laughs> i that's that wasn't my intention how can we learn well so i think the accent is a good start <laughs> ignore <laughs> because, it <laughs> because yeah. that leads to everything else 
us, right? You know, like people sometimes are not comfortable telling their status. Yeah. You know, and they don't have to. It's actually legal. Exactly. Like interviews, you can't even ask that. Yeah, that's true. So, like, just yeah, I think that's that's probably like one of the main questions. I like that. Yeah. And just try to learn, like, if you have a person from another country in front of you. Instead of just throwing at them, I don't know, how Neymar is really good at soccer. (laughs) Try to learn something that, like, no one else knows. And, you know, only that person could tell you that, like, something that is actually, you know... I mean, he's really good at soccer, but... But, but, (laughs) Come on. Yeah, but there's more... I feel like sometimes you're making a good point about, like, ask me something that's more important. Like... Try to know me as a person versus yeah. me as the immigrant that lives here for a year. Whatever yeah. it is. So, like, in my case, sometimes I really want to talk to people about what I do for work. Mm-hmm. And what I, like, ask me, why did you, you know, you went to school here for what? Yeah, and what did you do? Like, and that's such a, I mean, I love to talk about that. I don't have to tell you about exactly my status, my visa struggles, how Venezuela is terrible, etc. So yeah, ask things that are you know relevant. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Is there any other way, any other advice or thing that you would like to share before we say goodbye? Uh, the accent is a great one, <laughs> really. It's the yeah. thing that bothers me the most. I think I can't even think of anything. <laughs> that's great. I mean, that's awesome. I, I mean. I think you have shared so many important things and I really hope that everyone that's listening has like a little better understanding on how difficult it is to be an immigrant, but also how rewarding it can be as well. Yeah, it's yeah. a very good, like a very, sorry. I it's okay. <laughs> it's a good experience. Definitely. You know, yeah. even though it teaches you resilience. So it's, much resilience. Yeah, it makes you very resilient. Really, yeah resilient exactly um yeah yeah and and, i mean i wish you the best of the ones i think you deserve everything (laughs) really so i'm sure i'm sure you're gonna make it (laughs) thank you (laughs) whatever it is yeah thank you for having me i'm happy i got to share yeah a lot (laughs) a little bit it's awesome i'm really excited i'm glad that we were able to talk about these things that we haven't had the opportunity so yeah thank you you, fair If you want to learn more about this podcast, you can check out our website, modernimmigrant.net, and our Instagram, at modernimmigrant. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe, like, and share so other people can listen to these stories too. Bye!